From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I am Monsignor Sam Bianco, and today our homilist is Deacon Robert Kinghorn. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from an anonymous donor from Quebec. This Mass is offered for the intentions of the family, for those attending the Mass, and for those at home. Our thanks to our donor for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada and around the world to share in this celebration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Coming together as God's family, we seek the Lord's mercy and forgiveness for our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose to be children of light, Grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he set out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he stayed for a time in the land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself, though barren, received power to conceive even when she was too old, because she considered God faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one person, and this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven and as innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to, to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. 
By faith Abraham, who put to the test, offered up Isaac. He who had received the promises was ready to offer up his only son, of whom he had been told, It is through Isaac that descendants shall be named for you. Abraham considered the fact that God is able even to raise someone from the dead. And figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back. The word of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people. Blessed be
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. All day long, Jesus had spoken to the crowd in parables. When evening had come, Jesus said to the disciples, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, many, many years ago, I took a two-day course on how to give an effective presentation. Now, those who have heard some of my homilies might wonder that I actually took such a course, but yes, indeed, I had a course like that. And one of the things I remember from the course was the, the man who presented it said uh, at the beginning, he said, if preachers uh, would follow the, the way I'm going to tell you uh, these two days, they wouldn't have to keep repeating the same message over and over again. People would get it the first time. Well, he, he got the, the laugh that he was expecting, of course. Uh, but you know what? He was wrong. He was absolutely wrong. Because the message of Scripture is, is always new. Yes, the, the basic words are the same. But Scripture is new to each one of us because it speaks to us in the exact circumstances of our life, where we are at any moment. Today we hear that familiar story of the storm, Jesus and the disciples being caught in the storm. And we sometimes hear it say, oh, I know how this one's going to end. I don't really have to listen too much. But we forget, Jesus speaks to us uniquely in the circumstances of our life just now. God is a God of eternity, but God speaks to us in the present moment. Uh, this uh, reading today, it mentioned how Jesus had been talking to the crowds all day in parables. And the crowds were those who were gathered around wondering what he was going to say. Some had faith, some had no faith, but they wanted to be with this person and listen to him. And then at the end of the day, it says that uh, he came down to be with the disciples. And he said to them, let's go to the other side. Let's go across the lake to the other side. Now, I think St. Marcus says this, to say that as Jesus was leading the disciples on this journey, 
just the same as Jesus leads each one of us in our journey of life. So they went to the other side. Now, remember that most of the disciples, a lot of them were experienced fishermen. They knew this lake. They could probably see the signs that a storm was going to happen. And yet, they followed Jesus on the journey he had asked them to take. You and I have been given a journey with Jesus. We have said yes to that journey. We are with him in this each moment of our life. And you know what? Jesus always seems to call us to the other side, to go from where we are uh, out into uh, areas that we are not comfortable with, areas where we maybe even think we're not capable of handling. Yet he calls us for the sake of the people who are on the other side, those who can't reach us. Those are who may be uh, feeling trapped in fear and poverty, we are called to go to the other side with Jesus. And of course, you heard what happened. The storm came up, and the disciples said, Don't you care? Don't you care, Jesus? You're asleep. Look at the mess you've got us into. Don't we say that ourselves sometimes? Under times in life where we've tried to follow what Jesus is calling us to, and that's why we're together, because we are people who follow Jesus, follow his message, and go where he has called us to be. Yet sometimes we pray for things. We pray and we pray, and we sometimes wonder, Jesus, are you asleep? Aren't you listening to me? I'm trying to do where, to go where you're calling me. Yes, we've, often that happens in our life. But again, we remember that Jesus is the Jesus, the God of the present moment for all of us. Now, I always find it a bit funny that they're in this boat in the midst of a storm. The fishermen are scared. The disciples are scared. And they go to a carpenter to try and help them. What do you think? You'll get a two-by-four and start nailing it to the boat to fix it? No. But they had that faith in Jesus. So Mark says that Jesus got up and he calmed the storm. And I think this is one of the central messages of St. Mark. In fact, it's the central message of all Scripture from beginning of time. Trust in the Lord. The central message of Mark is Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the one that we've been waiting for. It's why St. Mark started his gospel with the baptism of Jesus and the Father saying, this is my beloved Son. The whole message of the gospel of Mark, this is the Messiah we've all been waiting for. He is with us. He is within us. So whatever storm you're facing today, and there's many storms in the world, as you know, trust in the Lord. Maybe you feel he's fallen asleep. Reawaken them then. Reawaken. Keep calling out to the Lord. He is within you. He is with us. He is with us in the community. He is with us in the church. He is the Lord of the universe. And he is also here in this Eucharist that we celebrate today. And so let us call out together to the Lord of the universe, the Lord who calmed the storm, and cry out and ask 
for what we need. Let us pray for those who are sick, housebound, homeless, or struggling with hardship, that they find healing and comfort as they call out to Jesus. We pray to the Lord. Lord for those in the world who are suffering from hunger, who are lacking the necessities of life, that, they, that those who have life and money in abundance will share their wealth in gratitude and come to realize that they still have enough. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for the gift of peace, that God will grant a change of heart to all who strive to achieve their ends through violence and help them to recognize the dignity of all human life. We pray to the Lord. For all those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those asking for peace in their family, we pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in your Son Jesus, you gave us a wonderful example of love. Grant that as we hear his words and receive him in the Eucharist, we may follow his way of love in our daily lives. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you and with joy we proclaim.
Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our bishop, all the clergy, and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior Jesus Christ for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer one another a sign of the peace of Christ. 
God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. For those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May this divine sacrifice we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity, we may bear fruit that lasts forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. <laughs>